Hello, everyone. Darrell Owens, Legacy Maker Sports Network. And you are here for another episode of Green and Gold Over Everything. Episode 17. And we're this close uh, for more playoff football. I I didn't know if this was going to be our send-off show this week where we say, hey, this was the Packers season. And, you know, this is what we're looking forward to next year. And then we probably wouldn't see you guys for a couple of weeks as we get ready for the draft and all that stuff. But ha-ha. That is not the case. We <laughs> the, the Green Bay Packers found a way. They found a way. And uh, my boy, Randall Burns, is joining me today. And we're going to go ahead and uh, talk about this Packers 49ers game. No one saw it coming. But still, people, a lot of people are shocked. We may have been shocked a little bit ourselves, but we get a chance to talk about another Packers playoff game this week. Let's go ahead and get into it. Green and gold over everything. Episode 17. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here for another episode of Green and Gold of Everything. That amazing intro. Uh, I got some hype myself up a little bit. It's going to be tweaked next year. Why? Well, because uh, we got a lot of highlights from this season that we're going to have to put into that bad boy because it's the love era. But with that being said, once again, everybody, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we, just bring, we bring you episode 17. Uh, it is divisional playoff weekend. Uh, I got my guy with me, Mr. Randall Burns, joining me today. Randall, we're here. Uh, very surprising, but we're here. Draft and develop forever. Goop <laughs> is a brave man, a courageous man. I want to be like Goop, man. He got that old ass man up out of there. And he just brought in another Hall of Famer. And we just need Jordan to stay healthy. Just stay healthy. That's it. That's it. Just stay Gotta make sure that. Gotta make sure that. Look, here's the thing. The way that offensive line has been playing and the way they've been keeping him upright, that, 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 that could be a very good possibility. Shout out to the old line. I don't think they've gotten enough love this year. Uh, no pun intended. Um, but they have really shined. You know, that we had early problems in the beginning of the season. The whole Batiari thing was a whole disaster. Um, you know, and now they just they just seem like they play so well together. It's a very beautiful thing to see. 
Uh, but with that being said, we are here um, to bring you recap of last week's game, of course. And then we're going to talk about, well, by the time this bad boy air, today's game. <laughs> so, uh, But also, shout out to everybody. Last week, we had our best episode yet. Uh, most views and all that good stuff. So really appreciate everybody tuning in last week and, um, you know, joining us for that episode. But uh, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and talk about last week's game. The Green Bay Packers. The no, seven. no, no. No, you got to put the real score. But well, I'm 32. It should be a 16. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what, though? You're right. You are 100% right. Now, technically 48-32. But Green Bay took. They took out their starters. They took out the starters. And they they put in everybody's like, you know, the, the guy they want to succeed love. They put in Sean Clifford. Oh, you know, and, and he yeah, hold up real quick. <laughs> All those people that were saying to put Sean Clifford in, leave. Yes. Y'all can get out. exit. Get out. Get, get out. <laughs> get it. You don't deserve to be here. <laughs> you you dog this man. You're like, oh, he ain't ready. I'm like, bro, y'all ain't giving him no time. That's today's that's today's society, though, man. They don't give these guys time to develop. Now, all of a sudden, people are looking at the Packers. Like, Maybe we should do the same thing, too. Now, nah, y'all ain't got the patience. You remember what uh, what Cam and uh, Byron Leftwich said? He said, um, the backup don't look like you. They always want the backup. <laughs> that's a good one. Cam I said. Mean, they have folks calling up the radio station talking about put Derek Anderson in. Can't say he looked at him like what? He said even Derek Anderson was like, "Y'all on drugs? Like, why, why y'all putting me in again? Yeah. <laughs> look, look, why is this happening? Look, it is a thing, you know. Love has done an amazing job, and what we got a chance to see last week was absolutely amazing from beginning to end. And I did not, I couldn't have scripted a game much better, other than that moment that we did bring in Clifford and. You know, that they got two more touchdowns, but um, I couldn't have scripted no better than that. When it was 48 to 16, I was blown away. I was blown away. Still, still to this day, I was I'm shocked that it that it ended up the way it did, Randall. And and now uh you come into a game, you know, 10 point, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's nine point five was like a 10 point dog at this point, pretty much against a really talented, you know, San Francisco team that people see going to the Super Bowl. Um I'm scared. And to the then, point I might even watch this game. <laughs> the the history know. between us and this team is not good. Going all the way back to that Terrell Owens catch. Mm. Going back to Kaepernick. Mm. Going back to going up there with Aaron and just getting the dog Jimmy mess beat out of us. Got, got more set out here going for 200 yards easily. I mean, how many times they got rush for 200 yards against us? That, that – that bothered me, you and know. Going back to thirteen to ten, and we had that game in hand. In hand, I that now out of all the games we played against them in the last what the four tries, that's the one that bothers me the most. The, I, it, when I go back and look at it, the the one play everybody said, "Well, what's the game game changer play?" When Mercedes got fumbled that football, I knew, I because we were driving. And it was seven nothing. I felt like the way that game was going, what the weather, we scored that touchdown. It was done. It's game. Game time. Back, it was done. But from that point on, they never were able to get their footing again. It was the weirdest. Thing. I said, like, you know what? They're letting them hang. They're letting them hang. And our and our special teams. I think I told. I think me and you talked about me and you and, and Deshaun. And shout out to our guy Deshaun getting over the uh, pneumonia, man. We love you, brother. Get, get better. better, bro. Get better. And I remember we talked about it during the season. I said, man, special teams is going to cost this team in the playoffs. And what did it do? 
cost the team in the playoffs. Down is not our weakness at all. Well, semi-weakness at all. And I look at it and just say, that game bothers me to this day. That one bothers me out of all of them. That's the worst one. Kaepernick was just better in those other games. But this one, that one, we should that that should have been, hey, man, hosting the NFC Championship game against, I think it was the Rams that year. It would have been the Rams, yeah. Didn't happen. So it is what it is. But looking at this game from uh, last week, we got a chance to see the, the return of Aaron Jones. I mean, we talking about, and I mean by return, the greatness of Aaron Jones against Dallas, 21 carries, 118 yards, three touchdowns. And I'll be honest with you, like the last time they played, he, what, he had like four or five touchdowns. And so this, this time around, I was like, he's on this path again. I don't know what it is about him playing in Dallas, but he's special in Dallas, Randall, special. I mean, from Texas. That helps. And, man, I just wish the dude was at least 215, 220 pounds. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, he, they have him listed at 195. He might be a buck 80. And McCarthy said it. He was like, he's not durable. But, man, that dude is special. Man, when he's when he's feeling it, you know, we were hurting middle of the season when he wasn't there. You know, you could see it. It was just – it was tough. You know, Dylan did what he could do. Um, and then, you know, the other guys just kind of supplemented in there when they could. But when he's going, like if you watch these last couple of games where he's been healthy and he's been going, dangerous. Dangerous. You know, he's had a little bit of rough luck against San Francisco as well. And I'll talk about it, I guess, a little bit later. But I think this is a redemption year for him. You know, he keeps hearing people tell him that he's not that guy. And I think he's out on a mission to prove him wrong, bro. You know what's, what's crazy? When you look at how Goot has drafted, and it, like I see the step back and see the big picture, you drafted a team to beat the 49ers. <laughs> Right. I remember he talked about bringing in Preston and Zedarius, and he had said, and he didn't like specifically say the 49ers, but look, you have these teams that like to, uh, you know, use the tight ends, they have really big tackles, and you're bringing in two guys like that, they can, you know, set the edge and really match up and get containment on the running backs. And you draft a guy like DeGar, or you draft a big back like Dylan because of how big their linebackers are and that their linebackers could do everything. And they're trying to create these mismatches. When you look at Gary's size, you look at Van Ness's size. He was trying to build a team that can beat the 49ers. It just hasn't come together for whatever reasons. The guard didn't turn into the guy he thought it would be. Right. And now you have the two tight ends who, and then we talked about this off air, where we are two years ahead of schedule. You think about what this team can look like if everyone is healthy. In 2025, have it like you, you have you seen some of the quotes Tucker Craft gives about blocking? Yeah, like I, he's like, I want to go out there and hurt somebody and put someone in the dirt. <laughs> and we've seen him do it quite a bit this year. And then you look at the athleticism of Musgrave, and you have these these speedier wide receivers who run precise routes. Offensively, the team is designed to beat the 49ers. Defensively. The, pe- the the people are there. I don't know what Joe Barry's running. He got to call the best game of his but life. Shout out to Matt because he said, you know, I'm going to put my finger on the defense. And he 
last couple of weeks, it's looked like he's put his finger on the defense. Right. So thinking back to it, when we we, we lost 13-10, was Barry the coordinator? Yes. I believe Barry's been there. This is his third year. Okay, if so I'm yeah, not mistaken. Yeah, he's been there. He's been there, yeah. The difference is we had Zadarius back then. Yeah. And Van Ness isn't Zadarius yet, but he has that body type. Mm-hmm. Like Van Ness is going to have to play the game of his life. They all are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they all are. And, you know, and I mean, from this point on, on and other people, the, the 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 most fun quote the last week has been house money. They're playing on house money. I've heard that for the Texans. I've heard that for, uh, you know, uh, the Packers. That's what I'm hearing for both of these teams. But it, it's and it feels that way to an extent. But I, if you know, you know, when it comes to the, that rivalry that look, man, a loss here is you don't want it to happen. Don't need it to happen. I can't. It's, I can't go five and zero. Oh. It's tough because we're not supposed to be here. You're right. Remember, we said at the beginning of the year we just got, we're trying to figure out we got a quarterback. We're trying to figure out who's going to be here in the long run. Mm-hmm. But now we're here, and our and that, emotions are into it. <laughs> everything has changed. Like everything's like all right. So now, how do we approach it? Because now, and we've talked about I think about maybe a couple weeks before the season, and we said like, well, you really don't want the team to. It's like we want them to do well, but if they don't do well, that's okay too. That's that's how the vibe has gotten. Yeah. It, and it got into the playoffs, and you're like, all right, if they win this week, well, yeah. whatever. But if they, you know, now they won the game. And now we greedy. Uh, and now you're here, and you're like, all right, got to be a little greedy now. Yeah, now <laughs> so like, oh, I like how this feel. I like how it feel, you know. And last week was great. I mean, I was oh. over here dancing and stuff. Kids and my wife over here record me while I'm over here, you know, dancing and bad knees and all. And But it felt great. But what would, but amazing. what could feel better? <laughs> Beating these guys. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now at 11 o'clock tomorrow or today. Uh, you know, I'm gonna tell you right now, I will be on cloud 30. Um, if that happens, because the 49ers fans have been unconscious to a brother. Um, you know, the last five four tries. So the last time they beat him was at 2002. So I want to say something real quick, and this is really off topic. I've been watching a lot of Bears media, and like, like us, like I've been watching their, you know, their high level six seventy to score, their ESPN, and then mm-hmm. their, you know, some of their like big time podcasts and their not so big time podcasts. Um, there's a lot of people talking about they need to give Justin Fields another year. They need to give him more weapons. And Colin Cowherd, who I don't usually agree with, made a good point. Jordan Love is proof that you need to move on from Justin Fields. Right. He's played for three years. I see what you are. Granted, the team didn't do him any favors. Yeah, three offensive coordinators don't help. Yeah. But somebody's made a good point. Who was I listening to on ESPN? They said, you can lower a quarterback's ceiling if you ruin him too early. And they said they think that's what happened with Trevor Lawrence. Like that Urban Meyer thing just just brought his ceiling down, and I think it's the same thing with the Bears. But the fact that Jordan looked shaky, and then the light went on, and now he looks elite, and you've given Justin Fields three years. Like look at Stroud. Stroud's number two receiver goes down. Take Dell was an awesome year when he went down. He had seven hundred receiving yards. Yeah, he was killing it. 
I I'm not and I gotta say this real quick. I wanted him bad. So because I do you know I, why I, I, he didn't take him. Yeah, his, I know why his, now. His measurable, no, not even that. His measurables of that are of Amari Rogers. Oh, and who said when he made the Amari Rogers pick, he went outside the Ted Thompson, Ron Wolf, you know, mm-hmm. whatever wide receiver measurements, and he was like. Every now and then you do that. He's like, I couldn't do that a couple, like, you know, so close. He said what he does regret is, though, that Nico Collins is a Packer build receiver. And right. He should have taken Nico Collins. But Jordan flipping the switch like this is proof you need to move on from Justin Fields. Yeah, I, I feel a little bad for him a little bit. But I think wherever he ends up going, and a lot of people keep saying Washington, which, um, you know, if Ben Johnson is the – the guy that takes over there, um, I think that could be good for him. Uh, ben Johnson's a great young man in the game. So, I mean, and if all these rumors of, you know, not even rumors, but Cliff Kingsbury is interviewing for the offensive coordinator job, he's definitely gone. So here's my thing. You say, and every time I hear people talk about Justin, say, oh, he's such a great guy, such a great, that's good, but he's not a great quarterback. And then I hear these things, people saying, oh, well, you know, if you trade a first-round pick, you why would you trade a first-round pick for I wouldn't. I wouldn't like, trade a first-round I wouldn't even give a second round pick for him. He holds the ball too long. You saw what happens when the Packers get pressure. He can't find his reads. One thing you could always say about Jordan, going through his progressions was never an issue. Knowing where the ball needed to go was never an issue. Now I look back to some of those earlier games, it's like, oh, Mm -hmm. y'all receivers wasn't in the right spot. Y'all were dropping the ball. One thing Matt keeps saying, he goes, with my offense, I'm going to give you all the answers. And he said this. He said, I have the number of dro- uh, steps you need to take in a drop on every play. I didn't know Matt played quarterback in college. And then he played in, like, indoor football league. He's like, yeah, I wasn't talented. But you know how they, they always say, like, these guys that aren't as talented, I have to work harder. I have to know the playbook inside right. out. Right. But Matt was like, what I'm always going to do is give the quarterback the answer. I'm always going to give you where you should go or could go. And he goes, if you go somewhere else, fine, but I'm giving you options. And Jordan almost always picks the right answer. That play to Wicks, he wasn't even supposed to go to Wicks. And then Matt said, he goes, but that's where you see like an elite processor take over. Um, I think Watson was where the ball should have went. He said, the way to play design should have went to Watson. And Watson was open. But Jordan's knowledge of the system in the game was, yeah, but I can fit this ball to Wicks. Yeah, yeah. I have not seen that with Justin Fields. And Justin Fields seems like a hell of a dude. Yeah. I'm not making in my franchise QB. And you see what Jordan has done in year one tells you, like, we need to go get, whether it be Caleb, Drake, Mays, any one of these other dudes and figure it out. And y'all messed up by keeping Matt Eberflus. I didn't like that move as well. And I mean, but look, I like it, but I don't like it. As a Packer mm-hmm. enthusiast, by all means, you continue to do whatever yeah. you got going on. But I didn't like the move for them on a on a personal front, you know. Like I think they they could have moved on, but they they've been it's been a revolving door there. Quarterback. Well, I don't like it because they're doing a thing where, okay, well I'll keep the coach. He's not an offensive coach, and you see what happens. You either get a, I think Stroud is proof that some quarterbacks just are going to overcome no matter what. But they also have a really good offensive coordinator. But the fear is sort of like the Josh Allen situation. Well, I'm going to lose this offensive coordinator. And, and really. I need to hope I find a good one where in the Shanahan, McVay, LaFleur thing is, oh, no, my head coach is a great offensive mind, and he's going to mold my quarterback. 
So if the Bears take, say they take Caleb, Eberflus is going to get fired no matter what at the end of the year because you, unless Caleb comes in and plays like Stroud, you're going to put it on him. Now, Caleb's got to get a new coach, possibly a new offensive coordinator. I think if you're hiring, you're going to draft a quarterback in the top five, your head coach better be an offensive-minded head coach. Mm-hmm. And as I say all that to say this, be like the Green Bay Packers. We know what we're doing. We get offensive-minded head coaches. We sit the QBs, and it just works. It just works. But it I, works. The, the, I think with some of these franchises, they don't have the patience. I think now Green Bay is at the point where they can continue to do this. Uh, you said it on the other show, like, hey, a couple years, you know, when 15, year 15, when Jordan in year 15, and we, and we draft him and send him off to the Jets, you know. Uh, but it makes a good point. I mean, it's all in the end. You want the team to be successful. I told somebody the other day, I'd rather the Packers, they, they always make fun of all oh, the Packers. You got, you know, two Hall of Fame quarterbacks with two Super Bowl rings to show for. Them. I said, okay, I'll, t- I'll tell you about that. You have, yes, two Hall of Fame quarterbacks with two Super Bowl rings, three appearances total to show for. How many teams never been to the Super Bowl? Never. How many teams, you know, Cowboys fans, they haven't went to the Super Bowl since the 90s. It's been 30 years and, and 30 years of, of Packer quarterbacks or whatever. Jerry is dying and begging y'all to make the Super Bowl so he can have that before he dies. Yep. And they said, no. No, no, no. no, no. You're going to suffer. Just go, just go gonna, die. You're going to be 158, and it just won't even matter. Just won't even matter. And I think that's when people say that. I'm like, okay, you say whatever you want about that. You know, that's fine. But I'd rather have the consistency of knowing that we're in the mix. And then, believe me, there have been, heart- been some heartbreakers. Arizona, Philly. Seattle, I can go on. I'm not gonna go too deep. Arizona twice to make it worse. Yeah. Uh, but we've been through multiple just ugliness. But I'd rather be in the mix than being a Browns fan who's just starting to feel it. A Lions fan that's just starting to feel it. And to be honest with you, no proof that it's gonna be continuous. Exactly. <laughs> so that's the part. That's the part. With the with the with the Lions is. And that's the one we talk about sometimes. Oh, you guys need an owner. No, we don't. Nope. This this is working just fine. Perfect. Look at how bad the Bears are run. Terrible. Look at how bad the Lions were run. Say they have three bad years. You know what's going to happen? Brad Holmes is going to get fired. Mm-hmm. Dan Campbell's going to get fired. If LaFleur has three bad years, probably going to be gone. Right. But I know that there's a brain trust and a system in place. And as much as people be like, oh, y'all still follow that Ron Wolf stuff. We're going to keep doing it till it don't work. And, and, and we, so, usually, we usually keep coaches for a while, too. Um, and I've seen for 30 years that it works. Yeah. Like the one time we deviated out of his his playbook with Mike Sherman, mm-hmm. it worked for a little while and they gave him GM duties and it didn't. And then they said, ah, nope, nope, nope. We go get Ted Thompson because oh, he was man. a Ron Wolf guy. Mike then they went to Goot, a Ron Wolf guy. And they said, you know what? It worked. Ain't no reason to switch it up too much. Man, but all feel... these other teams, like, if we're as good as the 49ers are now, they had, wasn't Eric Mangini a coach over there? Mangini was, mm, I know they had Mike Nolan at one point. And then Tom... they had, 
Tomasula. Thomas, oh God, that's right. He did coach over there. They had a rough run. Every team we can point to every single team outside of the Patriots and the Steelers and be like, damn, y'all have gone through some deserts. Every single team. Except for us. And, and, and that's and that's the thing. So I will take what we have. When people say, oh, man, I'm like, man, whatever. Y'all don't understand. I was like, I will take being in the mix all the time. And that's what people are jealous about. I keep seeing all these reels. People are, man, the Packers have done it again. You damn skip it. You damn right. You damn skip it. Uh, next one before we head into our 49ers preview. Uh, real quick, defense to play it again. And this was a little bit tough for me because I thought the defense played well as overall. But when you get the pick six that just changes yeah. the entire everything, I wanted to give it to Darnell Savage. You know, he's had a, a hit and miss year for the most part. He out with some injuries. Uh, his You see in the picture, uh, Jair Alexander, who also got a pick, who I ain't going to lie to you, I thought that he didn't get touched on the play, but I had to go back and look at it. And he, looked, he barely just he barely got nipped. He did I didn't think he got touched, bro. And I, and I thought that should have been a touchdown myself. That would have been two pick sixes, but uh the savage pick was clean and there was nothing but grass. Yeah. And it just it just made me smile. I was on the way back from my brother's birthday party. I'm out here smiling like a chess cat, as the young old folks say in the country. Like old chess cat. But I was out there feeling great. And uh I love this defense being opted. I, I can't I've been saying it wrong all week. Opportunistic. Ah, there we go. <laughs> it's looking like that 2010 defense. If the pass rush can step up, it's looking like the 2010 defense because that yep. wasn't a monstrous defense, but they got a lot of turnovers. They got a lot of turnovers, and I think that's critical. That, that's going to be the critical part. Get those turnovers. Uh, and if they can do that, you know, uh, against San Francisco, I think we'll see the same thing. So uh, speaking of that, the big game, you know, happening. It's going down. We ain't got no choice. 49ers hosting the Green Bay Packers, the one seed, all the expectations in the world going to San Francisco, Levi Stadium is going to be packed, packed with red in there. There'll be some sprinkle of green in there. They, you know, the well, Packers so, do travel well. So, have you no? So, they were monitoring how many like uh tickets were coming from Packer fans, and 49ers fans have done a really good job of making sure we don't get those tickets. <sighs> They're saying that like, it looks like it's gonna the crowd is 97%. 49er that's, fans. that's insane. That's insane. So that's okay. kudos to y'all 49er fans. Y'all making sure we don't show up. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, and normally the Cowboys are like that as well. Um, oh, they're, 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 usually, they're usually pretty good, but, you know, Green Bay was able to kind of get in that mix, you know, yeah. so, you know, kudos to them on that. But uh, even with that being said, um, a lot of adversity that is going to have to be, you know, um, that they're going to have to try to, you know, do something with here. And, uh, like you said, the 2006 year was, I mean, the 2010 year the, so far, and it's early, has a lot of similarities. I mean, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that 2010 team was the first six seed to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, right. And then now this Packers team, the first seventh seed to win uh, a game. And it's a, it's a brief history, but it's the first seventh seed to win a game. Right now, there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure. Uh, on the 49ers to perform here. And I don't think a lot of people will see that. They'll be like, oh, the 49ers, no, they have to perform here. Um, the Packers really, you know, they want to win it, obviously. But it's not Aaron Rodgers playing this team. So if they no. lose, it's, it's, it's you know, year one Jordan Love losing. You you don't want to lose this game. And, I'm, and, I mean, all year long, this, this 49ers team has been set to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, they've played well except for when they played the Ravens. 
And so Green Bay has to find a way, man. What what does Green Bay have to do to, in your opinion, to win this one? Like to to go in there and shock everybody in, in Santa Clara and, and either go to Detroit or Tampa Bay next week. So all week I've been like hoping that I get a ESPN alert that Brock Purdy has tore his ACL. And <laughs> Nick Bosa has torn his PCL. <laughs> Wait a minute. Because outside of that, man. It just nothing like this is like um remember that movie Friday Night Lights yeah yeah you just saw Dallas Carter walking on that field they was bigger stronger faster it's what it feels like man like yeah I just like I said this team is two years away it just feels like there's a nastiness on the defense that we don't have yet. And I don't know where he's going. It, it went out the door with Zadarius. As much as um, you know, Zadarius had his issues, the nastiness went out the door with him. Yeah, still trying to find that guy. I think Douglas yeah. might have been the closest thing they had to it on this team. But that and, was all the way back in the secondary. I need that yeah, up front. You need up front. You know, um, I I really don't know what to expect in this game. I just I just don't want to get blown out. I keep telling people I need them to fight. I need them to fight. And that's that's the biggest thing for me. I want to win, but I need him to fight. That's yeah, the biggest thing I, for me. So realistically, they have to play a perfect game. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at how the how the Ravens beat them, and some of those picks were fluky. But you'd have so I've seen a stat, or I guess like if you're up on the 49ers by like the fourth quarter, like a touchdown, they don't come back. Um We'd, it'd have to be a game like last week. We got to mm-hmm. jump up early so that they can't run the ball. And you make Brock Purdy have to throw it every down. Because, like we've said it, he's a really good system quarterback, and there's no shame in that. Right. And people but people want to make it – they want to make him out to be oh, a bad thing, but it's not a bad thing. Well, personally, I don't like it because we don't do system quarterbacks in Green Bay. We do elite. You uplift the system. Yeah, yeah, we don't. We don't have the problem. No... Is we turn these dudes into gods, and they believe that they're not only the system, they're the team, they're the, the city. Um, hopefully Jordan's a bit more humble, doesn't get to that, but he he seems that way though. He really does seem like he's got a good like head on his shoulders. I haven't heard anything crazy. Maybe that's because he's still young. Yeah, well, but we'll I... see what happens when, once he get his. Uh, here's the other thing too, and I'm gonna touch on this real quick. I wouldn't mind the loss. Because if we lose, then we, maybe he gets a hundred and ninety-five million dollar contract. But if he wins, Yo, and he I'm his two, agent. Two hundred piece, baby. And I am like, <laughs> I want whatever Justin Herbert got. Give me that. He now. hasn't done shit. And if and if he's won two playoff games, you know, and Herbert hasn't won any, you got to give me that money. Especially, especially when I'm second in the league and touchdown passes. And I, I forgot where he was, and he might have been second in both touchdown and yards. He was right there. So I, I mean, you, hey, just give me whatever Herbert signed for, but just add an extra dollar on it. That's all I ask for. I he want, hasn't I want that. It. He's no. good. Don't He's get good. me wrong, but there have been way too many losses for that man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the other thing where it's like, from a financial standpoint, it's like, eh, maybe it might be good to lose just a little bit. Just but a, I, I, it's crazy, I y'all. Win, I win. <laughs> that's the dynamic, man. Like it's like cash out. You want to win. You want to win. 
And you say to yourself, but man, if we win, like, what is that? You know, I don't know. Don't let him get to the Super Bowl. Because then it's like, well, you give me what Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow got. Yeah, you got, yeah, yeah. They, he about, one way or the other, I feel like we about, we, we definitely about to pay some money. That's about to happen for sure. Because if I'm Jordan, I'm like, hey, and I got both my ACLs. Joe Burrow don't. <laughs> and my wrist. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh, not gonna, yeah, yeah, not gonna wood, bro. Not gonna wood. Come on, come on. <laughs> Look, but you know, um, I had a couple of keys, and I'll I'll get you to give me your keys. But these are my keys to the win for the for the Packers on Sunday or Saturday evening. Aaron Jones must continue to play out of this world, and what the yep. way he's played the last couple of weeks, you know, he's been able to set up that play action that we talked about. I think that's going to be critical to have Aaron Jones continue to play out of this world. And it's going to be tough against a very stingy defense. You know, a Fred, the Fred Warners, the Boses, uh, you know, the Armsteads. You, you're not going up against a lackluster defense here, so you're going to have to play lights out. And I'm not going to be surprised because I got a feeling Matt's going to do some trickery in this game. And I know we don't like it from time to time, but it may be something. I don't want to see the razzle-dazzle uh, jet sweeps. Leave that no. in Green Bay. No, nah, don't do that. So, and then number two, force Brock Purdy to make mistakes. We it, we've seen it happen, and when it does happen, it happens badly. Uh, so I think that's going to be key. You gotta force them to make mistakes. Make them make them try to beat you throwing the ball. Uh, and number three, don't let Christian McCaffrey go off. And that that to me are the three keys on my end uh, for the Packers to win this one on Saturday evening. Randall, you, you, what are your keys to a Packers victory on Saturday? Christian Watson with a fully healthy hamstring. That'd be nice. I, I know he's not. I hope he's at least 90%. We got to be able to stretch the field. Like, there needs to be a threat that, oh, man, these guys can go deep and hold up against that pass rush. I, I really believe if they can hold up against that pass rush, Jordan will be fine. Mm-hmm. Um. This is one of those games where you wish Dylan was healthy. You because Aaron can't. Them dudes are big, man. Them dudes are big and fast. And I don't know how you run him 25, 30 times. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, play a perfect game. Um, I just I'm just expect just stay competitive. Really, for me, just stay competitive. Don't don't go down ugly. Um, try to, you know. Go in there and have a good show. Have some pride. <laughs> As my homegirl covered my wagon, I'll say, show some pride. And that's it. We didn't have high expectations for the season. Mm-hmm. We're here. Hope we do well. Go out, play hard. That's all. That's all I asked for. Yeah, I think that's what I want to see. Um, go in there. Give it a good fight. You know, try to do the best you can on this one. And I think that if those things happen – you know, you know, either you, you go with some pride, you go back and say, hey, man, this team's ready for next year. Um, if you win and hey, expectations get a, a little bit higher heading into the next week. Um, I, I think for me, I just want to see a good game um, and I want to see progress. I know we've been screaming progress all year. It's above the curve a little bit, but we're right there. We're right there with it. Another thing. Credit to Matt LaFleur, man. I can't ever doubt this dude as a coach again. We thought he lost the team. Yeah. We thought people weren't going to respond. Nah. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny because I wanted to – and I, it's my fault because I meant to put it in here, but I wanted to to show you all the post-game video of, you know, him talking to the team. And every time I hear him talk to the team, 
I just see more and more like them bonding and more of the team coming together as a whole. Uh, you know, it's 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 a different it's a different energy that I've seen from a Packers team in a while. Um, you know, under him. And so it's it's a really, really nice thing to see. Uh, you know, they're they're really out there just playing, you know, playing their best football right now. Even after the rough couple of weeks ago against the Giants and against the 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 Buccaneers and even a little bit of struggle against Carolina, they showed up and showed out. So that's what I like that I'm seeing right now um, from them. So I'll ask you this as we close this bad boy out. Um, you know, you can give a prediction if you don't want to, because I, I don't think I want to do that myself. But just your final thoughts in on this game um, as we get ready for Packers and 49ers from Santa Clara. 40-16, 49ers. You said 40 to 16? Jesus. Two years Randall. away, man. Two years away. Jesus Christ, Randall. We, like, come on, man. Remember how um, we had that season where we were like the frauds? Yeah. They're not frauds. They're just – this is like the freshman team going against – like this is the freshman team going against the Right, first. right, right, right. This right. is – you look at guys like Debo and Ayuk and – I feel like the other thing to it, they have to win it this year. Or, right. Because they're playing with fire. Say they get to the NC Championship and lose, right? Mm-hmm. At some point, Purdy's going to be like, you have to pay me. They've been getting away with not paying big money to the QB. Yeah, that's, that's going to have to you give get up. Hamstrung. They draft really well, though. But I want to see how they do when you have to pay, and you now you got to really start being a magician with with, with drafting. But I think this is just it's the it's the varsity coach and his freshman coach. We I gave you the playbook. What have you done differently? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We running the same thing, and I just don't think we're there yet. Well, I, for me, I don't want to give a prediction because I I just can't do it with my heart. I I did on on one on one this week. I did select the Forty Nineers to win this game, but it's it's more for me. Um, you know, for me, I think it's one of those things where, uh, like I said, I want to see them. I want to see them at least keep it close. So I, that's all I'm gonna ask for. Yeah, I got I got San Francisco winning this one, but not because I want them to. Just I, I don't are we there yet? And that's that's all I can really say. Are we there yet? And if we are, then great. If not, hey, we're still building. We're youngest team in football right now. So and that's the thing, we just two years away, man. Two years if this away. Is, if it's 2025, I fully expect to win. They have to add some nastiness to that defense. Especially in the, here's the other thing, too. Love Gary. He's not Max Crosby. He's not Aaron Donald. No, not at all. You, I, he gets a lot of like two, three sack games, so the numbers look better. I need that every week, man. Like, do you remember how Max Crosby just took over that game against us? He was everywhere. Crazy. Max Crosby's a monster, absolute monster. I've seen teams run at Gary's side of the ball because they know he won't get there. We don't have that guy yet. And as much as I I hate it when they would draft defense when Aaron was there, the only thing we need on offense is a running back and maybe another somebody on the line. Right. 
they need to get a game changer on defense. There's no Clay Matthews. There's no Reggie White. Hell, there ain't even a Kabir Bob Jabi Amila. Oh my God, my guy! I forgot. Oh, <laughs> Aaron Aaron Campman. Maybe Van Ness turns Aaron, into that guy. Aaron Campman, toss back. I forgot about my guy Aaron Campman. There's, no, there's no Gilbert Brown. There's that guy needs to be found. Whether he's on somebody else's roster, whether he's in the draft, mm-hmm. that guy that you look at the Packers and go, "Shit, how do we stop that guy?" Right. Well, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. That's that's the that's the key, y'all. That's the key. So look, y'all. Once again, thank y'all all for tuning in for Green and Go over everything. We'll be back next week. The question is, will it be our finale show for the season, or will we be getting ready for an NFC Championship game? That's what we'll find out next week here on Green and Go over everything. Once again, everybody, thank you all for tuning in. We truly appreciate it. Once again, shout out to our man Deshaun Rucker, man. Get better, brother. We love Get you. Better. Man. Get better soon, man. Hopefully, uh, a Packers win will make you feel just yeah. a little bit better. But for my boy Randall Burns, I'm Darrell Owens. This has been Green and Gold over everything on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Mm-hmm.